This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Really good at looking at the bright side. No Jumper, <laughs> coolest podcast in the world. Uh, we're in here today with Mandy from Horrible Decisions. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. It's great to have you in here. Fellow podcaster. I'm sure this is going to be a prosperous conversation you were just telling me about how somebody might actually enjoy the fact that i have a cracked kneecap and that it looks kind of funky yeah we were talking about um in a recent podcast actually like that people get off by physical deformity sometimes so like i dated this guy i used to call him felon bay but (laughs) (laughs) he was a felon he did eight years but he had a like scar on his cheek and i used to like love just to like touch it and ask about the story about how i happened in jail like and it just had a good story behind it but it turned me on like the little scar on his cheek so So i just said someone would be turned on by your knee so i guess we could just start there you're one of these girls that is like clearly (laughs) attracted to dudes who are sociopaths and have like the the marks of sociopath no no i'm i just speak for everyone like you may think it's ugly. Someone mm. may be turned on by it. But you're it. talking about how this guy, having been in jail and having had his face sliced open by an <laughs> enemy gang member, has you all turned on. I just want to try to identify that. Like, why is it that antisocial behavior seems to I don't, get you get I don't know. It made him kind of bad. Like, I don't really date bad guys. So I was just kind of into it. I'm really into, like, crime shows and stuff like that. I remember when he first came over, I was walk, watching Locked Up Raw right. and realized I, oh shit, let, and me, he's fucking, like, let me fucking turn this fucking, no, I turned it to Charlamagne because I was like, fuck, right. like this looks really bad. I know you just got out from eight years. So Charlamagne was the most woke thing you could think of? <laughs> Charlamagne. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not Charlamagne. What the hell is Charlamagne? <laughs> is it Charlamagne? That's the, it's, it's the water guy, no? What, water guy? Am I saying the right goddamn superhero? Or is he a superhero? Aquaman? No, That's it wasn't movie. that. It was another movie with like. Oh, okay. Okay, you're. I I believe it was Shallow Man. I'm out. Of, I'm out of my depth, so I don't oh, know. You are. Shallow Man. No, nobody in this room seems able to confirm that no? that's a real thing. Tony, Hollow Man. Tony okay, said, Shallow, Hollow, same How many shit. episodes of this do you watch? I don't know. I be fucking up my words all the time. Shallow and Hollow are the same yeah, word, though, yeah. right? They're synonyms? It makes sense to me. No, they're not synonyms? Oh, goddamn. Don't get me fucking started. This is my thing. <laughs> Men commit like 90% plus of the violent crimes or just crimes in general in mm-hmm. our society. Women, for the most part, do not commit a lot of crimes. And I think when you actually look at the crimes that they do commit, a lot of times you're going to find that they're like largely like put up to them by men. Like, mm. you know, when you think about like boosting and shit, it's like it's typically a girl that there's a guy who's sort of commanding her to do this, whatever. Now you're seeing this huge trend where through all this mass analytical data that like Netflix and all these podcast apps have and stuff, they're realizing that women just want to hear about violent crime yeah, and, for and sure. why. The question is why. And I feel like maybe this is my theory and I'm not saying I'm married to it. Maybe we live in a society where uh, 
you know, sort of carnal male instincts are so out of style and men are really not supposed to be, you know, we're having a lot of shaming of guys and they're sort of like natural propensity to be total pieces of shit. And so women, <laughs> I think women kind of get turned on listening to these tales of the Ted Bundys of the world who are, you know, pure evil. Okay, no, he's pure evil. That's right. something different. And you might not want to actually have sex with a Ted Bundy the same way that, you know, most women don't actually want to be abused, but there's some extent to which sexually they want to sort of have that teased and, and peek through a little bit, right? So you're going to get on me if I say it, but that's actually um, called hyperstophilia. Hyperstophilia? <laughs> so hyperstophilia is the attraction to people who have committed crimes. Okay. So it's what people do like when they go on to like inmate.com mm. and they literally seek relationships with people who have been in jail. If you had a little less going for you in life, you think that you might be one of those girls? Um... There's too much like free dick to get mm. locked up dick. I like having sex too much. So yeah. I don't know about having a relationship with someone who can't fuck me. When what, what is the purpose? The, the people who are writing letters to Charles Manson and shit and all those girls that are trying to date felons. I think that that's a problem. They have some kind of mental issue that is like they don't want to actually be able to be around the person that they're seeing, I would assume. Because no, I agree. otherwise you could pick any old Tom, Dick or Harry from the bar and probably have a more productive relationship than dating some guy that's in jail. But it's also they have all of the control to know where that person is. They know that they now are getting attention from someone who just wants the attention from someone on the outside. Mm. So I think it's a huge insecurity thing, too, like where you have the control of knowing where he's at at all times. So you're not worrying about who he's mm. with when he's not with you. It's all that shit. And, you know, I've talked to dudes who were in jail, like straight up, you know, gang type dudes who are doing you know 20 years and they talk about these fucking overweight white women that write oh them letters in jail they talk about it like it's the biggest jug on earth i'm like life. yo like yeah i was getting my commissary lit up by this bitch for 10 years and then i got out and i never even went to see her but wait <laughs> did you see jailbirds on netflix no so you have to watch it there's it's about the women who are incarcerated okay uh, but they also bring in the guys mm. and this guy has the girl who put him locked who locked her up who locked him up mm. because he stabbed her okay he's dating a white woman on the outside trying to get the woman on the inside to recant her story and was like there's no way he abused you mm. i don't believe it and it was a white woman and i was like oh my god men mind games that's what, no it's that's bullshit what at, mind huh? i feel like i can say this my mom's white so mm. i mean and she oh. dated black men her whole life so here we are so you're what white and what i'm white and jamaican Jamaican, really? Yeah, she wow. liked Islandman. That's tight. Yeah. Shout out to her. <laughs> I would think that I would be doing the same thing if it was a white woman just out here trying to get scandalous. Why is it getting scandalous for getting black dick? Not black dick in general. I just feel like the Jamaicans are really like, you know, they're going to dagger with you. They're going to do all those crazy ass <laughs> dance moves with you. Like, I just feel like if you want to get into it, it's like if you want to have an exciting fling. They're like the Jama Most of the Jamaican guys I know seem like they would probably be able to deliver. Yeah, yeah, they all say ain't shit, but you said my guys ain't shit. <laughs> all, all men ain't shit, so here we go with that. I was loving listening to your story about this fucking Nigerian dude who tried to take you on a run. Which, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, and then no, he got arrested outside no, the club or no, whatever. No, it was awful. When I was in London, I, I literally feared for my whole fucking life. Yeah, he mm. tried to go on a run with us, and I was like, no, you're not driving with anything in your fucking car. And we ended up getting pulled over right before we made it to the club. And he, and did, he didn't get arrested. Though. He didn't get arrested because mm. they didn't find anything in the car, but we were on the way to get shit to be in the car. So I'm like, thank God you didn't do your fucking pickup. I found that so interesting because it's like, I think everybody, when they start going to Europe or England in general, or specifically, 
has that moment where they realize like, oh shit, race relations are so fundamentally different here no that all of my assumptions about what like, like your dynamic, yeah, yeah, they're inherently American. Like when you were assuming like that this dude was about to get shot by the cop because he started yelling yes. at her, that's such an American thing so to assume. It you know? brought like PTSD, like, and I didn't know I even had it because mm. like, so all I did is black men, but I don't put myself, I feel like in those positions here, mm. like I know I'm not riding around in a car or going on runs with you. Right. So when I was in another country doing it, I was like, nah, I don't roll like that. But when we got pulled over and he did, he started like shouting at the cops. All I was like, I kept telling him like, yo, you got to shut the fuck up. Like mm. they kill people who look like you. Like you got to stop. I didn't even know that I guess in London, they don't carry actual loaded guns mm. and stuff like that. So, but I didn't know that. And the cops, their demeanor just seems different in the sense that they're way more likely to try to calm you down if you start tweaking out on them. I've noticed that in my experience. In yeah, but here, clearly, that's not the fucking case. Like, yeah. you're scared for your life if you just get pulled over for, yeah. you know, fucking when going past pulled over by the cops, <laughs> I'm know? like, both hands on the wheel, turn the music off, crack the window. Like, I'm Wait, totally... wait, you feel <laughs> that way? <laughs> well, yeah, and I probably shouldn't feel, I don't feel that way to the extent that you don't I'm sure like a person white of color privilege? feels. I, I got tattoos on my face. I'm just kind of assuming the worst, <laughs> okay. you know? And it's also like my car stinks okay. like weed. And it's like, okay. realistically, I probably do have something illegal in the car. So it's, you know, I just feel like I, I need to just check all my bases. You know? Realistically, I wish whoever's watching this could smell your studio because it's loud. As soon as we walk the door, like it's loud in here. It's a good time to mention yeah. uh, this delicious <laughs> no jumper kush that we have on deck here, which I swear is the, the best stuff you ever, ever tasted in yeah, your life. Yeah, I was like, whoo, we're going to smell like weed leaving out of here. Yeah, it's actually weird. A lot of people come in here and that's kind of their reaction is like, wow, it smells like weed in here. And I remember like a lot of people just don't go into sort of like a dank weed soaked basement that often. No, never. Mm. I don't. I don't think it's legal in New York yet. Oh, yeah, I know. It's terrible. You know, it was in that moment when you were talking about how you basically like were willing to jump out of the car to avoid going on this run with the sketchy dude that you were hanging out with when I just realized like. That's a New York girl right there. Because if you're a chick who grows up in New York, you just have to learn the craziest instincts to protect yourself from all right. the dudes who are trying to take advantage of you or get you wrapped up in sketchy shit. And like, I was just impressed when I heard you immediately recognize that you were on a run. And I was like, yeah, that, oh, that's I, a well, New and York I'm from, chick well, right I'm, there. I've been in New York for seven years, but I'm from Florida. I'm from oh. Orlando, 407, Chapel City, blah. Well, Florida, but, Florida's an even yeah, weirder. Yeah, Florida is super <laughs> even more weird. But yeah, I'm literally a broad and that's exactly what i do like i opened the door while it was moving i said nah you're not taking me on this run and right. then my friend had to get me back in the car and they turned around to take us to the club and it was a long night but yeah literally had i let them go on that run and we got pulled over they took my passport and everything it was like you're gonna get it back upon us not finding anything in this fucking vehicle right and i'm like i don't know them bro mm -hmm. I, they're like so is this an uber driver i said damn near i don't know these you know and yeah it's okay. They weren't you gonna. They, they weren't gonna allow me to really um, say that I didn't know these men. But right. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been in situations like that in the states where you got pulled over and were able to get off on just being the girl? Because it's like if I would just happen to be with those dudes, I would not be given probably the same. No, probably not. You know? Probably not. But they they seemed like they were ready to take both of us. And my friend is a German citizen, okay. so they took both of our shits, and we were both just like, oh, we're fucked. What were you doing in London? Just hanging out. Oh, okay. Nice. I like to travel for yeah. fun. What, what what were you doing in your life that led you up to realizing that you were good enough on camera to have a successful podcast? Um, so my podcast, we didn't know it was going to be this successful. We just talk about sucking dick and, and everybody in New York starts shit. a podcast at one point or another in their life. So it's kind of <laughs> like did. it's easy to forget that, like, it's very rare to become. Well, prior, prior to doing that, I was doing sports. Oh. So this is like a complete 180. I actually was 
a sports blogger for about five years. I did credential media with the NBA. I did a lot of that. And then I stopped doing the blogging. As you see, it kind of went down. No one really blogs anymore mm. as much. And I, and I got into school. So I was like, okay, I'm going to like become wifey material now. Let me become an accountant. Mm. So I went back to school and <laughs> became an accountant. And I literally just left my accounting career. Which, how liberating is that? Um, it's, it's dope. It's dope. So to be able to do what I want, but also to be making money literally talking about sex mm. is like, it's dope. So when it's you cool. started thinking about the podcast thing, were you thinking immediately it was like sex, just the obvious thing that you just knew more about than anything else? Well, I had a podcast before that called Point Takeman. It was a sports podcast with Thousand and Lamar Woodley, okay. who is a retired NFL player. He played for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh -huh. So we did a remote podcast, but it was just hard with all of our schedules. Stopped it. Wheezy, who's my co-host, came to me and was like, hey, if I know a girl who's a, you know, as big a hoe as me and wants to fucking talk about sex, it's you. So mm. let's get on the story. And it just so happened I had a condom stuck in my pussy while we were talking about planning for this fucking podcast. Stuck? Like, I, how much work had you put in to get it out? No. So the guy, we realized it was gone. And because he couldn't pull it out, we ended up going again, which probably is why I got extra stuck. So normally a condom gets stuck in your pussy. It just falls out. Right. Two days later, it still wasn't. So we went to the gyno together so they could pull the condom out of my pussy. And this was literally what made our first, you made <laughs> our him, first episode. Did you make the guy go with you while you were? No, but he tried. Like, he pulled his phone out and, like, put the flashlight on. Like, and he was digging. I said, you got to get it out. So my legs are fucking spread wide open. He's, like, with his camera on his iPhone, literally with his fingers trying to search for this goddamn condom. And he didn't get it out. We couldn't find it. How so long have you known this guy when this happened? This was our first time fucking <laughs> He's just a lightweight gynecologist. This is literally our first time fucking. And I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Um, Let me ask you this. <laughs> I feel like you are somebody who probably at various times in your life has gotten in a lot of trouble for just talking. Like when you're in school, just talking about the things that you wanted to talk about. Mm. And I, I, like, I know I certainly was. <laughs> And then it's, it's interesting to see like that you now are like monetizing stuff that like almost everything. There's probably ten things you already said in this conversation that would have got you like kicked out of any kind of school. Yes, yeah, or... so I'm I'm just very unfiltered. Mm. Um, but I feel like there's like two sides to me. So even when I was in school, I'm I'm super into my books. I'm super. I think. I don't want to say intelligent, but yeah, I, I'm book smart. So it was easy to talk to the teachers. I made straight A's. I graduated cum laude. Like. Well, yeah. You're also like in the back of the class, just like talking about nuts and I'm, shit. Yeah, no. well, that too. Um, <laughs> and sexting and sleeping at the same time, yes. Right. Wait, sexting and sleeping well, no, at the same just, time? Are those, those, oh, those were the things that I was doing in class. I was right. sexting someone and not really paying attention or sleeping. But was there any sort of like moment where you sort of realized like, oh, this is who I am, is that I'm going to be this this sex positive podcaster? Because that's kind of a leap. You know, there's a lot of people who people kind of take it for granted that there aren't, you know, recordings of them talking about all their deepest, darkest secrets. And that's, so sort that's, of, that's something to give up. That's the problem with dating right now. Like I just met this guy and he's like really nice and he's like, oh. So I started listening to your podcast and I'm just like, no, let me block your IP address because like literally things that are on my podcast were about 150 episodes in. Mm. I've talked about my abortion. I've talked about an MMF threesome. I've talked about 
you know, having threesomes with my friends and fucking a lot of my friends. And so now it's just like, damn, so if we date, I don't know if you're going to be okay with me hanging with my friends since, you know, I fuck them too. Yeah, so. it's going to take a very specific type of dude to be able to handle yeah. you, I guess, right? Well, I mean, I like sex clubs. So, I mean, I would need someone who's open to maybe the swinging lifestyle. Mm. So now it's just having those conversations about non-monogamy and what is it you're actually looking for? Because I don't, I know men can't be monogamous. In my mind, uh -huh. I think they lie to any woman when they're like, yeah, let's be committed in our exclusive relationship with just each other. Right. That's why everyone cheats. And that's why women spend so many so much of their time looking for their partners to cheat. Mm, it's like a lot of bullshit. Women, I feel like a lot of women are kind of self-sabotaging with that because they just want something to be able to like obsess over and try it. Like a lot of Agreed. chicks, especially chicks who start dating rappers and shit and like act, just act oblivious. Like they don't understand what's going to happen. Um, but it's act. It's actors it's athletes it's rappers right. it's the fucking guy who works at fedex it's yeah. i mean we all watch mari them, them they be some regular niggas right like everybody's fucking. work at the fucking post office and you still don't know if taquantis is your baby daddy and all right. that shit like no like everyone's well, everyone cheats they just it just depends if you get caught or not i feel like me and my girl have a good thing going because we just fuck girls together and also that's I'm so easy i'm so busy with my fucking job that i can't even imagine what it would be like to have enough time to put into like working on some side pussy right now it just feels like wow that would be such an undertaking so who brings the girls like do you get to ever pick the girls or does she pick the girls and brings them in we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Yeah, I mean, you got to be careful about when you ask and stuff like that. But if there was a, like a girl that I had met randomly that I could like, you know, I'll meet a girl and sort of feel her out or whatever. But then I'll just like bring it to my girl and be like, yo, this girl wants to hang out with us. Actually, she's caught me multiple times where I was just lying. And I was like, yo, this girl wants to hang out with us. And then I told the girl, yo, Lena wants to hang out with you and sort of like just created the threesome oh. by telling them both that the other one wanted to do oh, it. Oh, so you lied. Okay, lied. Yeah, but cool, I, got, got I got caught doing that a few times. I didn't realize that that was bad. Yeah, um, <laughs> you need to be honest, first off. Um, I wanted to, like, have you ever asked her to have sex with a girl that you've already had sex with? Yeah, a bunch of times. That's the easier route to go, no? Because um, like, at least you know both girls are going to be into you. No, yeah, that's cool. But, I mean, and for us, for the most part, I feel like, we end up mostly hooking up with like porn stars or strippers or like oh, chicks so who are kind of in that the works sex. Easy then. Yeah, because at a certain point, it's kind of like when you're hooking up with random girls, it's just, they're not just they're just not with the shits to the same extent. Like you know, like like I'm friends with a lot of regular girls who are with the shits. Right? So. No, no, totally. But you could tell who is. Like when we were in right. London, there was a girl like hitting us up. That if I had to classify her, I would say she was kind of like a rap groupie type chick. Okay. Like, she definitely had like a photo with Smoke Perp, and like I was just kind of like. You know, and in my head, it's like, I know Smoke Perp. I know that Smoke Perp probably isn't hanging out with you for just no reason, but whatever. So, like, you know, I'm I'm like, we hung out with her and we went out and we were like getting drunk. They're trying to get Coke at four in the morning. And I'm just getting reminded of like, oh, yeah, this is why we prefer to hang out with professionals. Because these girls like, you know, it's like a lot of girls when they want to like go get into some slutty shit. Their, their idea of what they're going to do is get fucked up until like eight in the morning. Where uh, it'll just kind of yeah, like. Yeah, no, we're just happy. Just sort of happen. It's like, I'm not trying to hook up with somebody that needs to get like incapacitated. 
hesitated right. to fuck around. You I know? think that, yeah, no, 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 no. And was it? No, it wasn't my fault. We just had the conversation like that. Even some guys just shouldn't even be fucking girls when they're drunk. That's why you're mm. getting in this case of the Me Too movement and everything like that. But I, uh, that that's shit a, gets scary. That's a tough one because, like, I could be hanging with you tonight and we go, I want to go to the bar. Then we go to the club, you pop bottles. We've already agreed we're going to have sex, mm. but now we're drunk. It's a very tricky, and it's a, it's tricky a thing. Tricky, slippery slope. And it's not fair for the men. It's not like me and but my I, girl had uh, these fucking girls that I met in here and they're, you know, just cool ass like strippers slash like rap video girls or whatever. And we what? <laughs> the way you classify bitches is funny as fuck. <sighs> you got to be. You're, you're like a rapper, shit. an actor. I'm like a video girl. A stripper. Yeah, but you're like, that's pretty much your how you're classifying everyone. I feel like they would be OK with being classified that way. They know what it is. Do they? I mean, it's a job. You're in a vi- you're in the new Young Thug video. Then you know you're a video girl, right? No, it's so funny because I, I like I said I was listening to your Tiana and Brittany interview, <laughs> and you you literally video- called her a video girl. She's like, but what video have I been in? Name it. Bet you can't. She's like, I'm, I'm an author. I'm like, bitch, where's the book? I ain't seen that book. My girl actually listened to the book. No, I said. She, she has a book. She told me the book took like three and a half hours to listen to. I'm like, that's not a book. That's a little pamphlet <laughs> or something, Brittany. <laughs> hey, but that's just me. Um, what the fuck were you saying? I don't listen. I'm. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sex with being drunk and oh, inca- right, right, incapacitated. Right, right. Wait, is that is it incapacitated? Incapacitated. Yeah. But okay, let me just throw this wait, out there. Wait, isn't that when you don't have a head? When I was more of just a regular ass jabroni, it was kind of like you know all the people I know who just go to the bar. They're just like going to the bar and everybody's just getting so wasted together and fucking each other. Right. And when I think about it now, it's like as a person who hasn't been to the bar and like part of that sort of culture in many years, it just seems so dangerous. Like, holy shit, you guys are really taking your fucking freedom into your own hands by going out and fucking drunk ass girls every night. Oh, my God. And I really just did. I just had a one night stand here in L.A. and I haven't had a one night stand all year. Mm. And we were fucking fucked up mm. as hell. And I went and fucked on the beach. Right. Yeah. Which I was with. A stranger, mm. well, essentially, he could have killed, but I did share my location with my friends. Mm. So now, with Chef, I put it in the group chat. That's good. So, I'm glad you made it through that. Yeah, me too. I did, my purse didn't. Um, yeah, I saw that you lost that. Yeah, so it was stolen. Was that on the beach? <laughs> it had to be. Someone must have walked up and took it because oh we like God. fucked a couple rounds on the beach and I was tired. I was drunk and I kind of fell asleep for a little bit. So. A couple rounds. Yeah, right. we did. We went three rounds. So that's why I'm saying someone had to come up and take it. Because he's like, well, no, you didn't bring it. But I'm like, yes, I did. Because I pulled the condom out of my fucking Oh, so this purse. is this guy. You were so, doing this on the beach? Yeah, we fucked on the beach. <laughs> Impromptu gynecology what? session on the beach. No, seriously. I got, like I haven't fucked on the beach. I told you we fucked on the beach, bro. Well, that's... Oh, I, I had one. Well, it, I had the skin condom, but he had two other ones. He had, I don't like Magnum. Listen, so when he pulled I'm, out Magnum, I like. You don't pulled, like Magnum? No, first off, they stink. I think guys just pull it out because it's like, oh, it's a gold wrapper. Nah. But them shit's fucking stink. They stink? They stink. They smell bad, They smell think? awful. They make your pussy smell and your dick, especially if you want me to still suck your dick after you put it on. I'm now it's like. Though. Without, I, without so, talking wait. about my penis too much, I'm going to be honest. The Magnum or something bigger is kind of required. If I throw in a regular size condom, it just so ain't really working. Yeah, but they have large condoms in other brands. Oh, okay. I've just been rocking with Magnum because that's just when you think about a bigger condom, that's what well, you think Well, just of. know if a woman fucks you and allows you to put on a Magnum, she really likes you and really wants your dick because the shit stinks. You're the first person I've ever heard talk down on Magnums. Um, You must not listen to the show. Every woman that I know is not here for Magnum condoms. They fucking stink and they taste bad. So if you want to come <laughs> in my fucking... 
gonna no. Con- <laughs> so no, so let me break it down. What, are you a I am not. I am not sucking condom dick, but. Right. The person that it's I currently there, have sex then, with, yeah. we fuck with a condom, but I like for him to come in my mouth when we're done. Right. So he pulls the condom off when he's ready to bust and he comes in my mouth. Uh-huh. So I'm normally tasting whatever condom he had on. If you take the condom off to come in her mouth, then you really want to come in her mouth. That's crazy. But I asked that. I'm like, you're going to come in my mouth, right? If I'm going to fuck <laughs> a girl with a condom, I'm definitely going to come inside her because, you know, it's like you get to come inside her. Yes, there's a piece of rubber that's preventing it from coming through and everything, but it's like that enjoyable feeling of not having to pull out. Never mind having to pull out and then jerk the fucking condom off and then vigorously so, jerk off. So, but we're we're communicating when this is happening. So mm. I know when he's gonna come, and he's like, "I'm about to come," and I'm literally turning around while he's turning pulling the condom off, and it just it's we have we're in sync with it now. Okay, Much but I think it feels better when I continuously suck you until you start shaking more than you just busting in me. So like you get every drop. But like with my girl, like we, there's no birth control, no no condoms, no no pill, no nothing. Oh, I just, y'all trying to have a baby? Nah, but I've been fucking her for like three years without a condom, and I just pull out every single time. Okay, um, that method is very high school of y'all, but that's cute. That's really <laughs> cute that you think the pull out method is gonna fucking work. Three forever. years, I'm telling you, I okay. feel like Hugh Hefner. Like I'm just, I feel like someone who is really in control of my nut to the point where I trust my own nut. You sound like so many men, and they're all probably like, "Hell yeah, no, you can't like." I mean, you I can also, get pregnant on precom. You could, but it's pretty unlikely. No, it's not. it's pretty unlikely. <laughs> the whole every woman in the studio laughed because Listen, no, bro. But I've been fucking girls with no rubber for like twenty years, and oh I haven't gotten anyone God. pregnant. And yes, I've worn rubbers and shit, but like just not that much. Well, in the age of casual sex, you probably did get someone pregnant, but they didn't know if it was you or maybe the other two guys mm. they had unprotected sex with that much, so they just took care of it themselves. And really, up. Until recently, I was the kind of guy where if I got a girl pregnant, she would probably definitely want to get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. You're kind of a big deal now. You're making money. They might actually want to keep now it now. I feel like a lick, you know? <laughs> you feel like a lick? At least a little bit, you know? Oh, my a God. A walking lick. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, like me too. Like I feel like I'm kind of popular now. So I don't send nudes anymore. Now getting you knocked up is a thing. You yeah, might have no. a dude with a hole poked on the condom just to get uh, on the blogs and no, shit. No, no, no. He just wants to get on not. the pod. I would hope. I would fucking hope. <laughs> Oh, not. No, I don't even send nudes to guys, especially if I feel like I make more money than them. Like, I don't want to end up on anything. Right. No, that's so. smart. I mean, you're Jamaican. You got that that self-preservation instinct. What right? <laughs> you're just convinced that, like, the world is out to get you and that, like, no, I do. something bad I, is going to happen I if you're not really, like, really careful. Is that a Jamaican thing? I, well, when I was saying you're a New York girl and now I don't feel comfortable knowing that you grew up in Broward <laughs> County or whatever. Uh, Orange County. <laughs> I just want, I don't know. I just feel like there's there's a certain, like, thing that, like, a Jamaican young lady grows up with. They have to be really, really careful. Facts. I always feel that. Dude, I totally forgot to do the ad until this moment. Well, go ahead because you you about to fuck after this or today right are you gonna take it i'm gonna take it tonight for sure go ahead maybe just to get my blood pumping um if you love sex you'll love bluechew.com <laughs> bluechew is this amazing sex drug have you ever have you ever used one of these or been with a guy who used if one? you guys listen to my episode of my wildest kinkiest nastiest night i had sex 10 times including in a sex club where he fucked two other girls and i made him take the bluechew but on top of finishing a bottle of tequila so i don't know what what it was oh so you are versed in the bluetooth 
Juju arts. Yeah, you know, like, well, wow. he he took it. I didn't take it, right, but yeah, but like it, he did fuck me ten times, and everyone's like, I had to ask him. So how many times did you come? And he said he did come. Wow, every time. That's amazing. No, that's yeah. just so good to know that you're you're well versed in this this lifestyle that I'm part of. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, myself, you know, I'm a blue shoe advocate. Uh, they, if you hit up their website, there's an online physician who can basically diagnose you with what serving size you should be taking. Uh, I was just talking to uh, Magic Don Juan, the legendary uh -huh. pimp, 67 years old. He was telling me that he has used this stuff and that is great too. So I definitely think that, you know, there's, there's swordsmen out there far more accomplished than myself. Right. Who have put in work okay. off the blue chew. I can dig that. So I highly advise everybody out there, if you head on over to bluechew.com, you will get your first order free when you use promo code ADAM22. Just pay $5 shipping. It's a great way to support the podcast. So uh, yeah, bluechew.com, promo code ADAM22. Hello. Can we talk about the fact that you are literally like my worst nightmare when it comes to girls? Oy. Because you like pegging men. And I'm just oh, so God. uncomfortable oh, with even God. the idea of it. I think we need to address this. Just know. Um, I don't know if you heard. So me and Lena were talking and hanging out yesterday. Yeah. And was I not getting her prepared? I was like, listen, <sighs> you're totally going to be able to get into Adam's booty hole very soon. So I like gave her just the rundown on how to like ease you into it. However, she did say she fucked up because I guess you did let her stick a finger in there and she went too hard. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. The finger did not make it in. It's well, just she penetrated it too hard. Well, she was getting all riled up. We're hooking up. She's going down on me. She's sucking my balls, whatever. And she starts kind of like rubbing her finger down there. And I didn't immediately say no. And she tried to like start inserting it. But the thing is, she had nails going on. Yeah, and I we immediately about that. I felt some sort of like cutting. I, I and you know, I never noticed any sort of ramifications from this. Maybe I was just paranoid in my head. But it felt like there was some kind of friction, some kind of blood being drawn down there. So I said no, and then I've been completely... I just, listen, I had a colonostomy earlier this year. Uh -huh. And having that doctor's finger in my ass where he's just rubbing around there and trying to figure out what was going on it inside of my It didn't feel good at cup, all? No, it really convinced me that I never wanted to have anything in there. I think I'm just so heteronormative, so binary. <laughs> just so, I'm just the last of a dying breed. I'm like a John Wayne type who just doesn't want a finger in his butt. But your G-spot is there. So you could essentially have an orgasm that you've never felt before in your life. Allegedly. No, it's I've heard that it's there's allegedly. a allegedly listen, that doctor didn't hit it. No. <laughs> Can you wet this wood, Jeff? Was he Thank was you. he well, he was just testing your health in there. I don't think he was looking to make you bust a nut while yeah, he was filling your prostate. But I don't know. He kinda had a lisp, but I kind of felt like he probably <laughs> wanted to get me going, you know? Because he had a lisp. I, I was getting vibes from him that he might have been gay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, that would be a great job for someone who's gay. I'm not going to lie. That's what I was thinking. Giving I'm like, is this, this is just a complete and total coincidence <laughs> that you're kind of giving like my gaydar, which I agree is probably not super accurate. I was kind of thinking like, yo, I think you're into this. He wanted to. Yeah. Well, I gave her some tips on maybe how she could try again. Mm. Um, and you guys can like sh shop for the size together that you guys want. Like, so you could start off really small. Let me ask you this. How did you get interested in exploring men's anal cavities i really i wish i knew like the first booty hole that i fingered i was only like 21 or 22 uh -huh. but i'm like really dumb i like being in control and it sounds really weird because i hate to use the word violate but i like 
to kind of like make feel him, like make him feel like a bitch. I like yeah. yes, Man. like I've had a guy call me daddy before. So oh, and I, get <laughs> out! You are you are you are out no, of the group chat. Wait, it's why? not happening, <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy. You're out. No, Jimmy. I don't talk. I don't think I've ever had anyone named Jimmy. Actually. I would hope not. Actually, to be no, right that's here. kind of a white guy name. I haven't had pink dick ever in my life. So ever, ever, dude. If I was single, I was thinking about that. I'd be probably be kind of offended. I'd be kind of be wait, like, what? like even if. Regardless of where you're vibing, I would be kind of offended by the idea that I was excluded just off the color of, of my skin. I mean, so that's the thing. And I was telling her, too, like, I've been tricked. Like, in porn, it's just the picture of the dick. And it's kind of brown skin. And then I look, and it's a fucking Italian. And I was like, oh, fuck. Okay, I oh, guess. Like, yeah. So, I mean, there are some guys, I guess, that have, like, brown dicks. But, but that, what? so the color is the main thing? Yeah. It, it reminds me of, like, what comes out of the, the dog. Like, when the dog... Like when his like little poop? dick falls out. Oh no! Like when the dogs become aroused. You fucked a white guy with a lipstick dick. Did you no, ever see I, a dog's dick? <laughs> I have seen a dog's dick. It is kind it's of bright red. It's really red, but that's even in porn. I've seen some like that, and it just doesn't arouse me. Really? And then I'm a size queen, so maybe that's also me, just with the stereotype that black guys have bigger dicks. Well, I don't fucking. That's know. one thing I find really interesting is that the subgenre of porn. It's not like there aren't like white guys that have huge dicks, but the giant dick subgenre of porn is 100% black dude. It's there BBC. Is, it's crazy. But yeah. I have seen white dicks that are like, oh shit, that's kind of big. Right. But even the whole genre, yeah, of big dicks is black men, mm. which is why black men are fetishized and everything like that, I'm you sure. Think, but It must be hard for all the black dudes out there. Shout out to all my small dicked black guys, right? You know, and I, I don't want a little dick shame because a lot of my friends like small dicks. They yeah, do. Right. I, who, swear, who? I swear to... What librarian? No, <laughs> they're not librarian. No, they don't like the pain. Uh, so a lot of them like smaller dicks. I mean, let's be real. There's different sized vaginas as well. Like, there's yeah. definitely a lot of girls out there who like I straight up was like struggling to get my penis in at some point in my life. Where Were it was they wet? So tight. Yeah. But I'm saying like even me and Lena had a threesome with this girl. Oh, my God. I could not believe. And she's a porn star. So it's not like she's new at this. And she <laughs> it was so hard to get it in. She scampers off into the other room and comes back with this hemp lube. And it proceeded to immediately become incredibly easy to get it. And it was really weird. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hemp is like um, like from CBD or THC or from yeah, the kush. Some of that shit. I guess. Yeah, I saw that. They just apparently legalized it in Texas or some shit. I was just listening. Right. Okay, um, let's back, 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 back to you to exploring what? men's booty holes. So it's, oh my God. It's not even exploring anymore. I just like. You know what's I, in there. I feel like there's a lot of people who should be able to experience everything they want to experience. Uh -huh. And sexually, we don't allow specifically a lot of black men to experience the things that they want to necessarily. Mm. So I just like to make people really comfortable and try everything. Like I brought a guy to a sex club before. That was the first time for them. Like really? I do, I like to be the first for a lot of things because then I know that that guy will remember me for the rest of his life. That is cool. Yeah, because like uh, me and my girl, I've told the story like a hundred times on here, but me and my girl <laughs> were at the AVN Awards and there was a sex party Party and we decided like oh cool like let's go let's go check it out let's see what right. it's like we walk in and there's like like women wearing strap-ons banging men in the ass in the middle of the room i'm going there i'm going Wild. to Vegas, so i'm going there and it's in Shit. this like big boxy room in vegas behind some guy's house he's got like a mansion you like walk through the mansion and then all of a sudden you're in this crazy lair there's girls tied up people are whipping Shut them and shit. wild shit. i could easily tap you in because like please the, the, i'm trying the, to go i know people out there who like were part of organizing this or some shit 
I was so weirded out, to be honest. Why? I never really wanted to see a guy get fucked in the ass with a strap on, to be honest. It's like, in that moment, I was just like, wow, I am so not gay. Like, I really know right now that I'm not gay. No, what's crazy is that, well, you're not gay if you're getting pegged. I was so weirded because out Because that's it. a woman, you're a man. Gay is two men together, same sex, sex. Okay. Fair Look, see, yeah, that's Whatever really you what it is. No, <laughs> no, but even even Lena yesterday was just like, "Oh, bitch, I'm more vanilla than you," and I'm just like, "You, you're on Pornhub, and you're more vanilla than me. The fuck, come I, the fuck on." But I could see how she's right because I feel like you are sort of like jet set and like you're just hanging out with all these different dudes, and like realistically, me and her, our sex life outside of like doing threesomes and like anal and stuff is like it, it isn't like that wild we don't i mean threesomes and anals are a lot to a lot of people to a lot of people but then when you compare it to somebody who's like going to sex clubs like a lot and like you're talking about getting True. 10 rounds on the beach in a night and shit i'm well, like holy shit but also like I'm you're like much- combining so many stories together these are different <laughs> whatever you have to say <laughs> fine <laughs> but yeah i mean so so you just like that that feeling of dominating a guy i but, do so is it like every guy that you end up spending time with is a potential mark for you in the strap on is like no like now i don't have sex just to have sex like like i said this one night stand was like the first one that i've had all year right. i'm very i'm into vetting who i'm having sex mm-hmm. with now so if i don't feel like we're on the same page then i won't have sex with you right. like i have sex now to please me uh-huh. so we can decide you know what you're into i'll let you know what i'm into if we can compromise to us both experiencing these things but i'm about my pleasure right. so if you're just like oh i want to take it down okay well i'm i'll pass and right. then i also don't want someone who fucks one round and then goes to sleep so if you can't mm-hmm. go rounds i don't want to fuck you so like i like i bet all of this shit bro i've been in a relationship for three years and it feels like the scene has gotten so much more competitive because bitches <laughs> are really out here exposing motherfuckers for having bad dick and i've laid a lot oh. of bad dick in my life like i've definitely had a lot of girls come over in my life where I gave them like that solid like two minutes bumping and then I fell asleep. Yeah. And oh no, I you gotta go. My fell Yelp asleep. review were gonna be bad now. Like, <laughs> are you? Do you have a dick Yelp? You saw that there's a dick Yelp. Oh, actually, right? I heard about this on Joe Budden's podcast, but I, I yeah, didn't there's a real page. So, oh, I got to see if you have one. No, for real. But that, like, now I feel like if I was back on the single scene that I would have to be, like, having coke on me and shit. Because I feel like <laughs> that's the best way to, if you want to, besides Bluetooth.com, use code Adam22. <laughs> Cocaine is a really, really good way to control how long you're fucking. Well, you know what? This sounds like white people shit to me. Like, I'm mm, in L.A. and all these girls that? are talking about coke. And I'm just like, mm. no. Yeah. In, in Nigga, Spanish Harlem, Where's the, where's the liquor? That. Like, yeah. well, I don't fuck, like, all the guys that I fuck are, like, weed smokers. They'll smoke weed but none of them do hardcore drugs yeah no all the biggest gangsters i know do coke and they just don't, don't talk gangsters. about it publicly no i fuck people who get drug tested so <laughs> <laughs> what you fucking people with jobs and shit no yeah really i swear to god they have jobs or they're athletes um, oh my gosh that's a harsh life <laughs> i know no it really is it fucking sucks that is so but crazy. no like i was dating like a lawyer like outside the felon was on parole so he definitely couldn't do that uh. like yeah, I date people who have drug tests. That's wild, dude. That's so crazy to be an adult and still be like basically grounded. Like, I just can't. Ooh, yeah. I have friends who are on probation and shit who like they're not supposed to be doing drugs, but then they always just end up going to jail again because they just See, can't. See, yeah. Stop, well, that's know? what happened when I was dating Felon Bay. Like three months into us dating, he right. violated parole, and I was like, "See, fuck 
fucking over some weed. Really? That is fucked up. And he was locked up for like three months. Yeah. Oh my god. From terrible. November to to January, and they got out. Wow. They got mad because I didn't write him. And <laughs> you're that type. It's <laughs> like what the fuck? You're not. No, I'm not a down? ride or die. No, oh. I'm fucking not. I told him when we met. I said, just so you know, if you get locked up again, I'm not putting money on your books, and I'm gonna fuck whoever when you're in there. Right. So, so you couldn't imagine yourself being in anything even sort of committed at this point, or what? No, I want a relationship. Absolutely. Mm, yeah. But we have to be on the same page. You know, you're one of the only people. They're probably the only person I've ever interviewed. Yeah, definitely the only person I've ever interviewed who has actually been in my house. Because, like, number one, it's brand new. <laughs> First and off, your house is lit. I was like, ooh, like the wealth. Yeah. Y'all are fucking rich. Well, we got some money now. But I, I feel like every time <laughs> I walk into that house, I'm just sort of thinking of, like, this is a couple years of not buying any designer clothes or really any clothes in general. Right, you know? right. No, well, you guys did fucking good. I mean, we're just like... That shit is nice. We just don't... We make a good amount of money and we don't spend any money on anything. Like, and she said I can come over and get in the pool, so we're about to have a party. Mm, the pool. The pool is a good time. Skinny dipping. Skinny dipping. Everything has to come off. You know, it's so weird because there's a certain <laughs> place that when you're standing in the yard where somebody could potentially see over the fence and That's see the best part what about you're it. doing, like right from the road, but they would have to be in exactly the right spot. Like even when I was on the beach, we definitely saw people walking by and I just, I got louder. Oh, that's hot though. <laughs> that's hot for sure. I remember one time me and this girl went to the bar back in the Long Beach days and then we ended up fucking in the alley behind the bar against the fence. See, that's hot. I know. And the fucking bar owner came out and like yelled something sarcastic at me and I said, shut the fuck up. I had, at the same time, like I really thought it was hot. No, like, that is hot. I like fucked in a TGIF parking lot. Really? Like, yeah, when I was younger. So, like, I like that type of, that, you know, yeah, fun that shit. Yeah, that says a lot. That's like just that, that's just proven that you're like really down for some shit. But like, are you that religious about condoms? Because I feel like if you're fucking, am I what? Are you that religious about condoms? Because I no, I'm here for condoms. So I like to know that my period is coming every month, mm. and when I go and get tested, I don't want to be like, okay. Who could it possibly be from if there's right. anything there? So, yeah, no. You wouldn't have, oh, you already said you had an abortion, but you're definitely not trying to have an abortion. Well, that, I had an abortion when I was in high school. So, yeah, I'm almost 30 now oh, and shit. haven't had a scare since then. So, right. Yeah. Well, that's good. I like condom dick. I like not, you know. It's so Being hard scared. for me to even imagine, like, like. I mean, I guess I could fuck a girl one time with a condom, but it's like, wait, only once? Then by the second time, you're at the like, se by the fuck second it? time, I got to be like, yo, go get the test done for sure. <laughs> Like me and my girl, every girl that potentially we have three somewhere, we're just like you, you gotta get tested. Do you also make them take a Plan B after? No, nah, I ain't thinking about that. I'm telling you, I got control. Yo, get the how how old are you? Thirty five. And you still really think that way? Yeah. I think you've been manipulated by the fake news media to tell no, you that. No, there's no fake news media. That's why even my friend now, she, well, shit, my, my co-host talks about doing the rhythm method. Mm. And I'm like, girl, an app is not going to tell you when you can and cannot get pregnant. Go the fuck. Like, I don't believe that shit. So she tracks like, oh, well, this app said I can get pregnant only during these this time of the month. And I'm like, you're really basing getting pregnant on an app? Come I'm on. not really worried about that. I'm just worried about just being able to hold it in. I don't believe that the pre-cum is actually going to do anything. You just don't believe it. Okay. I never, well, that's fine. Never I don't, I, I don't believe in much science either, but I, I, I still feel like I still feel like uh, that's right. like there's proven facts that people have gotten pregnant. What off is of that? Yeah. Occasionally, well, kind of. like one time, <laughs> 1984 in Russia, yeah. it, it was like one case of like something. Yeah, I don't know. I, I really feel like I'm doing a disservice to the community by just acting like condoms are uncool though, because you know there's a lot of impressionable minds out there watching. Yeah, this. no. So please tell them to fucking wrap it up because Definitely that's why up. everyone has all of these fucking STDs mm. and why all of these women are posting their sonograms and not their niggas. Mm. Like we're having all these baby showers and no weddings. 
And then somehow we have all these girls that are just coming up mysteriously pregnant, but they have no partners. Wow. What the fuck is this? Wow. Yeah, it's because everyone's fucking each other on, just busting in each other. Yeah, but especially the, when you have money in a check, they're gonna keep it. Mm, but the progressive woke version of this, the Murphy Brown approach, is supposed to be that no, we want single women to be making babies. What? No, the fuck. <laughs> no, the fuck. We don't. You're not a white feminist. No, I, yeah, wrong bitch. No, Definitely wrong not. Okay. No, absolutely not. I believe in having control of your body. So of course I'm, I'm pro-choice. I am pro-condoms because I feel like there's a lot of men who feel like we made the baby ourselves, and that's not how the fuck it happened. Mm. So you guys get to go on and live your fucking lives. Why now? I have to have a two bedroom because I have to fucking have a baby to provide for. Mm. My bills are more, and then y'all come and act like child support isn't being used right because I have a new fucking outfit. Get the fuck out of here. That's what this. Say. Yeah, no, they out here think that, thinking that child support is not going to the baby. It's going to the woman. Like, That's fucked up. Like, guys really be paying like $400 a month thinking they're doing something. That's lunatics. Isn't Gucci Man paying 25K a month? So not everyone is Gucci Man. <laughs> Y'all be talking about these rich ass people. Like, they are not the majority. <laughs> 400 bucks like, a wait, month? Wait, That's what, all I gotta pay wait, for child is, support? Wait, what is um, what is Blake Griffin paying? Isn't he paying like 200000 or some shit? Can you can you look that? I swear he's... That is one rich-ass baby. He's paying a lot of fucking money a month. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, I was going to look it up, but then I, I'm just going to take your word for it. This yeah, is a fact-check-free podcast. Yeah, okay, cool, because I didn't want to pull up Google either. I'm like, oh, it's probably going to be <laughs> a dick that you, pops you up. You need to have a, a research agent. I do believe Lou is actually over there looking like J. Cole, looking it up. Yeah. You know, you know. Hey, how much? 258k a month <laughs> for a baby a three million dollar baby you tell me what you is could possibly do is that not insane what is the baby doing with three million is that not insane okay now that's a little much but apparently like they break it down and because of what he makes per month like it's really only like maybe a thousand sixty dollars a month for someone making a comparable like a hundred you see the video of gucci Mane's wedding because i'm telling you that 25k a month ain't much either yeah no fucking shit yeah no fucking shit, but He'll I mean, be fine. yeah, I don't think she was getting much money while, you know, he was locked up and stuff. And he had her out living in the bando. That's how you know he's a real gangster. He didn't even <laughs> give a shit about his baby mama just in the hood. That's terrible. That's wild, so right? So gangsters don't give a fuck about their baby moms. Look at the narrative that Adam 22 is putting out. I just oh want y'all to see. <laughs> I need y'all to hear this. You're offended by me saying that Gucci Mane is a gangster? Yes. You know, maybe not these days, but you know, he's kind of. You think like he actually killed someone? You interview a lot of rappers. Like, yeah. do all of them like you think live the lives like they rap? No, but I mean, some significant percentage of them have done, you know, some significant amount of stuff in the streets or whatever. Gucci's like the rare person that killed somebody, got off on self-defense. Everybody knows about it. And he's just out here walking around living his best life. It's kind of like a weird combination because, you know, yeah. it's like most people who are out here living like, like, you know, nobody's really all that interested in Big Sean just living a great, happy life out here with a nice house and wife and shit. Like, that's not right. as appealing because motherfuckers aren't like with Gucci, like knowing where he came from and knowing that he's done all this crazy shit is kind of. But I mean, we're also in the era of like woke people now. So mm. like, that's why Big Sean still has his following. J. Cole has his following. Kendrick mm. has his. So there, there, and but, they have really diehard culty like following. But Chance the Rapper got like the worst album reviews of all time because he put out a really happy album about how much he's, he loves being married yeah because who wants like we're in a an era where divorce rates are higher than marriage rates who wants to hear about your fucking happy wife happy life i mean people can make the argument that that album isn't good just because of the music or whatever but it does feel like there's a certain extent to which people just don't want to hear your overwhelming happiness that they're just not no, going to be able to go for that you know? misery loves company but then you, you what more are you expecting from a guy who's on fucking kit kat commercials and right. shit smiling like hey i think chance is just so, he was so used to, i was just watching his breakfast club interview he's so used to being able to just come out and just share 
share his truth and talk about how he's feeling and have that sort of like brutal realization that like, oh, maybe people were more interested in hearing your truth when your truth was a little bit uglier. Right. I mean, that's even if you listen to our shit or listen to you, it's like people also just don't know how to accept criticism, Mm -hmm. even when it's constructive. People feel like if they don't agree with you, now they hate you as a person. Like, like we're not all able to have opinions. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. The people said they hated it. That doesn't mean they hate you. Mm. Come out and do something better. So what are you listening to rap-wise? Oh, I love... fuck with rap? I love... No, I love rap. So I like J. Cole. I love Kevin Gates. I like the baby. (laughs) Young Thug. Um, Yeah, those are like my kind of bops. Mm. Yeah, I like a mix of shit. Right. But I'm really like J. Cole. Like, so the whole Dreamville, I love J.I.D. He's Mm. amazing. J.I.D. is fire. Yeah, no, he's really good. J.I.D. had a lot of good talks with him when I was in Australia because we managed to get some weed before he did. And (laughs) it's kind of crazy how much somebody will, like, come over to your trailer and be wanting to kick it with you when you have weed and they haven't gotten weed yet and you're overseas. Of course. And now y'all are best of friends. (laughs) I mean, we already did that interview before that. It's just like, he wasn't even trying to hide it. It was just very obvious. It's like, y'all got weed? I am in this trailer. that's it. Yeah, no. So he's amazing. that's, that's like the type of stuff that I listen to, though. Okay. And I really like them li- like when I can watch someone live. Like, Future sucks live. You don't like Future oh live? Oh, my fucking God. First off, I also don't like mm. him as a person because of the shit he does with women. I think he's like... What does he do with not women a good in a person. general sense? Uh, I don't know. I feel like he just impregnates all of them and like just treats them kind of bad. He's like a verbal abuser, just from what I've seen online. I don't know him personally. Really? And then I did see him live for the Purple Rain tour, and I was just like... Okay. It wasn't that impressive? No, it wasn't. See, I did But just, J. Cole, like, wears basketball shorts, and he's still really good fucking live. So it's not even about, like, the theatrics. It's, I just, mm, you know. That's interesting. No, I saw. I just saw Fugit tear down, like, a huge crowd in England, though, for uh, Wireless Fest. Yeah, I'm, like, he gets the crowds, but I don't think he's great live. Mm, I could see that. But I don't know. Do you, like, I you, love Future, although I got to be honest with you that sometimes I look at Future's career, and it just doesn't feel like his shit pops off the way that it was, you know, five or six years ago. 100%. And it's kind of like, damn, like, am I slowly watching Future become sort of irrelevant? Because it pains me as someone who's like been listening to him and enjoying him for so long to sort of see that kind of slowly take place. No, I I agree. I I mean, I think that a lot of that has to do with social media, too. Mm. So just like how he has been portrayed in the blogs, I think that's affected him the same way Nikki's shit has affected her Mm. fucking career. Like, I think you like these artists, but now they're seeing that. People are becoming brands based off their personalities. You have Cardi, who's fucking become a phenom because of her personality, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Because she's not the best rapper, but people like her. So when you have people trying to show more of themselves and be so accessible, like through their social medias, you start to see, oh, these people are kind of lame. Future's kind of lame. Nikki's fucking lame. But this is the thing. You're comfortable saying Nikki's lame. Yes. The barbers are going to attack me. I know. Wow. I like, like, even her shit with Joe Budden, like her queen radio, she's. She's lame. You and now she's fucking dating that? a pedophile. Like, girl, whoa, sit whoa. down. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> But okay, do you not I feel mean, like you're supposed to have some sort of solidarity with Nikki because you're so Why? Because coming- she's a fucking woman? Oh my God. Yes. Well, no. And no. she's the only woman. She's made the most strides out of any woman in hip hop. No, history. she hasn't. Have you seen her with any female friends? Yeah. What? No. A little bit here and there. Where? Meg. Trina, the rollout might not have worked out, but she's done stuff with Trina. I agree that she's a little late to the party in terms of supporting other women, and I feel like she sort of allowed Cardi to brand herself as being a little bit better at that and such. I totally agree with that, but don't you think— I guarantee you, first off, we're probably never going to get that video with her and Meg. Mm. I don't think that she genuinely likes Meg. If you even heard how she talked about Meg in the Joe video, she's like, yeah, everyone kept telling me to hop on this girl's— 
live. Da 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 da. Even the way she talked about her, it was like this girl, that girl. Like she didn't even put fucking respect on Meg's name. Like I literally think she's a fucking hater for women. So am I gonna sit here and stick up for a woman who, if you look through the the line, she hasn't had female friends almost her entire career. You've seen her attached to men. She's been friends with men or dated men, uh-huh. but she's never really supported women herself. She hasn't brought any woman on board with her. And I think the the shit that she did was Meg was for fucking. Because they see that her and Cardi and that everyone says that she doesn't stick up for women. There's a whole woman tour coming and she's not a part of it. Okay, but don't you think that you got to put some respect on her name because she has accomplished things in the rap game that absolutely no woman has ever accomplished before? It's like, I can't sit here and have a conversation about Jay-Z and say Jay-Z is blah, blah, blah. Right. Because of the fact that he has done so much within the game that I feel like there's just a base level of respect that he deserves. And even with Nicki Minaj, I agree with some of your critiques. I think that she has been slow to embrace other women. Mm -hmm. I think she put out a bunch of garbage ass pop albums when she should have put out some real hip hop albums that would have actually endeared her to the people mm-hmm. which I think is one thing that Cardi as, as a big part of why Cardi is so beloved now she put out an, an album that was much more of a rap album than really almost anything we ever heard from Nicki okay but you can't look at like you can have an like and that is my opinion on her I feel like how she's carried herself recently is shitty so do you want to know what exactly popped in my head when you started listing out her accolades and why she deserves mm-hmm. some sort of respect because of her accolades and this is not to say that you're alright or anything but Trump Trump has a ton of businesses. Trump did put a lot of people on his apprentice show, all of his real estate investments, him bringing money to a lot of even lower income areas based on what he's done as a businessman. And now he's president Mm. and he does a lot of shitty stuff. But should I sit here and respect Trump because he's done all of these things over his over his career that are somewhat commendable? He has put people on and he was in the space of rappers and people we you know, he has pictures with Diddy and everything else. And I used to actually love Celebrity Apprentice. So those were areas in which he was doing well. Now he's in a space where we don't like him. But I feel like that's Nikki. You can't go back to itty bitty titty fucking committee and all that shit that she did and her great monster verse and everything and be like, well, she did this. So actually, let's give her her flowers now. Right now, she's declining and she's showing her ass. We, she was a gimmick before. But she was a fucking character. Everybody has to decline at some point in the rap game. And she's up against a monster in the form of Cardi B. And I feel like Nikki, her argument would be, and I agree to her a certain extent, that she just deserves a level of respect. And I feel like, why are we so quick, or you specifically, I guess, right. to jump on <laughs> Nikki? Why are you so quick to jump on Nikki for the perceived sin of not putting on enough girls when we don't compare most men to that standard? Like, granted, Jay Z has like attempted to put on a lot of artists throughout his career and stuff, right. but not a lot in recent years. And that doesn't seem like a bad thing to me because I totally understand that rappers have to protect their spot and be very careful about who they put in position and i understand that from nikki's perspective not putting on that many girls is probably largely because she just like like why nobody nobody was helping me why am i gonna put all these other bitches on but it's weird that you say that because if you do look at the top like guys in rap you have jay-z he had rock nation and rockefeller Uh you have kendrick who has tde you have j cole who has dreamville you have all of these artists that do bring up other artists right under them. Mm. So you can't sit here and say like they're waiting to hold their spot and not bringing up the guys under them because as soon as they come out, they're creating all their own labels to bring people on. So you have guys like J.I.D. and Earth Gang on records with a J. Cole. Mm. So now you're bringing them to their audience. The same with Young Thug. His his latest album is fucking dope, but did so good because he just toured with fucking J. Cole. Mm. So J. Cole introduced him to his whole audience, which is now why Young Thug is like, it's, it's good. Well, I, like I mean, it's definitely been helpful so, yeah, and everything. So I, just, I just feel like you, you're also talking about Nikki being great rapper, 
female rapper in an era where she didn't have much competition. Right. And now that you do have all of these other rappers coming out, you have the Rhapsody, the Doja Cats, the, and I love Doja Cat, the Rico Nasties. So now you're able to see what she's doing and she's fucking hiding like a little bitch. Mm. I mean, I'm sorry. The barbs are going to fucking attack me and I'm going to have to fucking mute fucking Nicki Minaj. Well, for it my just shit. so happens that I like going viral, so I'm not too <laughs> mad about it. But, um, you know. <laughs> no, but I, I mean, I, so I, you bring the feminism to me because, of course, yes, my, my entire podcast is on sexual liberation, women empowerment. Feminism is a fucking sticky slope because I think that we should still be able to hold women accountable for their fucking poor decisions and the shit they do and how they act. So. I just think that, and I'm going to play the devil's advocate here, I think that it's kind of a false equivalency issue when we're sort of comparing Donald Trump putting all these little Mexican kids in cages to Nicki Minaj maybe not showing <laughs> okay, Asian yeah. doll enough Possibly. love. Well, that's why I then brought up the the Dreamville, the TD, right, right. all of the rap groups because they do bring other people up with them. But okay, I think from a strategy perspective, if I had been one of Nicki Minaj's managers or whatever, I definitely agree with you that I would have been advocating for her to like find the next female talent and mm -hmm. to really try to you know sign artists and stuff that of would course. have been very advantageous to her for sure in terms of like her public brand and everything like that you want to know the problem but i can't really hold it against her that much that she didn't do it because at the end of the day being a star is a full-time job and we've seen a million motherfuckers like i love jay-z but jay-z spent all these years trying to make memphis bleak hot and it didn't happen and i don't necessarily <laughs> blame oh Nicki minaj for not sinking a bunch of her career into her own memphis bleak and shout out to memphis bleak i love you and i really want to have you on someday but <laughs> I but mean, yeah, got that. Know. I know. Yeah. I get that. Um, but I mean, everyone's just not going to hit as well. But I think that it has more so to do with her possibly just not listening to the people around her. Mm. The way she's acted online and even the way she conducted herself in her own Queen Radio and the Joe Budden interview. She didn't even let them talk. Mm. It's like you... She doesn't allow people to disagree with her. She also listens to respond. She doesn't listen to listen. Mm. So there was a lot of tidbits in her interview where I was just like, oh, now I see why you probably don't have a team. When we're all questioning who her team is, mm. we probably see that they probably can't get through to her. I bet she won some points with you when she started accusing Rory of having put broomsticks in people's asses since <laughs> that's the kind of thing that you seem very in favor of. Well, no, that thought of me on another level. Okay. I'm not, no broomsticks. How, right. No, no broomsticks, but I did have a guy. He didn't have a dildo and he put a, a wave brush in his ass, but he put a condom on the tip of it because he didn't want to get splinters. So, yeah. We need a database <laughs> of everyone with sick waves in the community and we're going to no. figure out, we're going to smell all of your wave brushes. <laughs> So it wasn't necessarily a broomstick, but the wave brush, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nicki Minaj had no idea how funny it was that she was throwing this made-up broomstick accusation on Rory. Like, it's just such an unlikely accusation no. for Rory. I was for really sure. into that. Yeah. For sure. It was funny, though. Is it true that you brought the cucumbers to Joe Budden's pool party? Hell fucking no. <laughs> he didn't have any cucumbers at his pool party. That was one of the rules. No yeah, cucumbers. Yeah, no, no yeah. cucumbers. His party was really lit. I was licking Ducey off of asses in the pool, but... Other than stripper that, stripper ass or what kind no, of no, my homegirl's ass, okay. and she's not a stripper, right. she has an ass like one, but mm. no, she's not a stripper. It was just a good time. What, His what, pool party was a good ass time. Was it? Was it like sadistic? Was it like crazy sex shit happening everywhere? Hell or was it kind of no. tame? No? It was really tame. It was cool. Joe's a chill guy, like, okay. there was people were smoking, drinking. It was a late vibe, hmm. like, a lot of people came late, but it Is was it like a war zone to get in outside because he's like promoting it on his Instagram for all these people, and then yeah. I'm assuming there's like a pretty limited list of who can get oh in. yeah no like there was a list yeah and if you weren't on like he had security guards at his door like you're not getting in if you're not on this list yeah and then like there were girls like trying to roll up to come in with me 
He was like, oh, no, that's not how it works. Isn't that the worst <laughs> that's feeling? That's not how it works. You're getting to a party and you have to see a thousand people it that sucks. you kind of sort of know as you're getting into the party. And every single one is like, hey. I showed up early on purpose. Mm, yeah, no, I'm, I'm an early person. And then I also had a flight to L.A. right, right. after. So I'm literally in the airport with my fucking swimsuit on looking like a thought. Like, OK, let me catch this flight. Right. Let me get on the red eye. Did it hurt you to see the Joe Bunnan uh, breakup? Were you, were you at all invested in him and Sin? No, me and Joe just became cool. Oh, okay. So, but you were you were beefing before, or just didn't know each other? Um, we had our discourse. How'd that happen? Um, just mutual friends, just talking, and him having a certain you know outlook on me. Like when you're friends with people who are enemies of you, like you know things get said. Uh -huh. So just you know. We talked it over though. Like we're good now. Wait. But I think it's because we're in the, a similar space. So I commend him on everything he's been able to do with his podcast. And he came and supported our, you know, me at my live show in New York and has actually been giving me advice now with the podcast game. So Wait, like were you squatted up with the Reed and you were involved with that beef? No, I was not, but the Reed is a part of Loudspeaker. So right. I am really good friends with that whole crew with the friend zone. Okay. Um, and I support everything that Fury and Chris and Crystal do. So to right. see them go at it, I was just like that was very strange. I was literally just well. I was literally just with Crystal and Fury during Pride weekend uh -huh. and he threw like a private screening for Spider-Man and literally 2 days later I'm in the car heading to Joe's house and then Crystal and Joe are going at it and I'm just like oh this is fucking <laughs> bad. This looks so mixy. That's so New yeah. York. Yeah. Oh no, it is. There's really drama. I'm so lucky I'm out here just away from No, you room. are away from everything. And being white, yeah. You, well that too. Yeah. yeah, I mean but you could be like Andrew out it there, you know. Maybe. Yeah, but Andrew is so flagrantly not hip hop that he kind of like gets to avoid a lot of that because he's sort of like outsider and I don't and, know what he is. Like he has a whole sports podcast but they don't even talk sports. Really? Flagrant. Like, would, it's not I, really see, sporty. I know absolutely nothing about sports. No? No sports in my brain at all. Oh, wow. So mm. just music and weed. Music. Weed, weed and sit. Well, I mean, I rode bikes for like 15, 20 years. That's, like every that's a day. sport, no? Yeah, but like nobody cares. Like nobody like nobody wants to hear me well, talk about what Van Homan did on this rail back in 2001. I was about to say, yeah. growing up, I totally had the Tony Hawk game on PlayStation. A lot of people have a cultural <laughs> reference for skateboarding, <laughs> but not BMX so much. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, you're right. I know no none of those people. Yeah, it's kind of. That's white people shit. It's like Dave Mira was like the superstar, and then most people haven't heard of anyone besides Oh, wait, Dave, Dave Mira, Mira he, he started hosting shit on TV, right? He did. TJ Lavin was another one that hosted a bunch of stuff on MTV and shit. See? Yeah, so I'm kind of hip. Yeah, but BMX just doesn't have that much of a cultural impact no, so it's like i just all. end up not not really having being able to talk about it almost at all, all. Yeah. yeah that's like me like my co-host i try to talk about things and we like different music i'm into like more nerdy stuff too like aliens and fucking i reference my pussy to pokemon a lot and she's just like i don't know anything about pokemon what what uh pokemon does your vagina look like so it was well it was jigglypuff because i put that nigga to sleep that's, a, <laughs> that's my girl's nickname i always call her jigglypuff really? yeah. jigglypuff well i'll just be looking at her butt stone. i'll be looking so, yeah. at her butt i'll be like oh jigglypuff yeah. yeah but he recently like the guy that i fuck like makes me squirt so i was like oh now i'm squirtle <laughs> and like so yeah no like so I just go into this and she's like, okay, bro, I know nothing that you're talking about. But I used to like trade fucking Pokemon cards when I was younger. So me and my girlfriend still play Pokemon Go. No fucking way. Every day. I, there, there's like conventions and stuff still for it, right? Like, are people big on it? There's or is that just like Comic Con? Well, I'm talking about the mobile game that blew up like approximately three oh, where years ago. Oh, you catch ago. fucking. I'm dead. We play that. Remember, it took over New I can't, York for yeah, a while. No, it took over New York. People were going, Stampedes. like, standing in the fucking middle of the street to fucking pe catch Pokemon. I was like, what are you doing? You doing it too? See, yeah, no, the, my friend just was like, me too. You play too? 
<laughs> wow, I'm always impressed when there's like a hot girl that plays Pokemon. That just like stands out to me. It's like, wow, anything is possible. You were driving around catching them. I think, yeah. Oh, back then you were playing. Okay, cool. Yeah. Do you still play? Look. No, you're like, no. No, it was like the most viral thing in the world, but I swear the game is still so fun. It's really a glorious. Well, you probably can catch more Pokemon now because no one's not doing, because no one's catching them anymore. It's a great game. And also, it gets me really in touch with the sort of like mega nerdy community because I'll just like go like to the community day meetups for Pokemon (laughs) Go. And wait, wait, wait. These are, this is a real thing. I went to a Pokemon Go community day meetup in a this. park, and it was a memorial for two Mexican dudes who got shot and killed while playing Pokemon Go. Their whole family was there. It was a big memorial. It was so sad. Wait. I know. I couldn't believe Wait, it. Wait, you're serious? Yes. I shouldn't even be laughing because this is sad. Rest in peace. I, I wish I knew R. their R. names. <laughs> yeah, dude. Wait, this was a Pokemon Go meetup, but it was also a, a memorial? memorial for these dudes because they were just in like the wrong neighborhood, pulled over playing Pokemon Go on the side of the road. Some dude just walks up and smokes them. Okay, this you just made this really dark. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, man, it's fucking shit gets real that out here. Is fucking, that is fucking oh. insane. That's also some real LA shit to hear. Like, yeah, yeah right? you just smoked him. Yeah, like Nobody that doesn't really. Ha- no one really that well because you're fucking going to jail. You see what happened to Sebastian Telfer? Oh, you don't watch sports. He literally just got three or three and a half years because he was transporting his guns that were registered in another state, but just because he had guns in New York, he's serving like three years now. And like you pro- can't have a gun. There's not even yeah. shooting ranges in New York. You have I, to go to like fucking Pennsylvania. Ever since Treyway got locked up, it's over. <laughs> it's not since. Hard times. It's way before fucking him. All the real gangsters are gone now. <laughs> Did you really think he was a real gangster? Were you a 6ix9ine fan? I've known 6ix9ine since he had like 15,000 followers. I just want to throw really? that out there. Really? So you saw just the troll that I he was. I saw everything the whole way up. Well, I remember 6ix9ine when he was going viral because he made shirts that said fucking I have HIV or some shit. Oh, he, he was, he was really trying. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's done. He's done. He's done. He's he's locked up for good. You can't get none? You can't, you can't fuck with a snitch? No, I don't fuck with snitches. Hell no. Mm, that's good. You're a real one. Hell no. Mm. Like, I even cry sometimes when I watch, like, First 48. I'd be like, damn, that's Like, damn, he's really saying everything. Mm. Like, there was a one viral clip. Like, this guy even told his shoe size. Like, this nigga knew everything. It was like, yo, he did it. This is his name. This is his nickname. This is his shoe size. He about 6'1". He a little darker than me. Yeah. He I probably have, got on a khaki pants on today because that's his favorite. Like, listen, yeah, it was I crazy. I have no idea what's going to happen, if this is going to happen or not. But if we get access to the footage of 6ix9ine snitching in court. Oh, that's going to be good. The internet will. That is all we're going to need for many days. Oh, that's yeah. Gonna no, that's going to be thing. really, really good. And then isn't Bobby Schmurda getting out soon? He is actually getting out. And it's actually crazy because he did that song with 6ix9ine and he ended up standing out, out there and doing his seven years or whatever he did. 6ix9ine, on the other hand, couldn't couldn't do his years. And it's just crazy that 6ix9ine at one point managed to get the Schmurda uh, verse from jail on that song. That's and then they, they clearly dealt with the similar situation in very different and ways. And clearly different ways. Very I mean, different. one is about that life, one is not. Bobby Schmurda gonna like, come out and be a legend for that shit. No, in real life. Hmm. In real life. I don't know, though. Is it? He'll have a shitload of respect. If he can turn that into a real, like, successful music career he, he on a long-term out, basis, He, he I has don't to know. come out with a bop, though, because this it hasn't happened for other artists that have done time. Like, mm. Boosie came out. We were all excited. Oh, Boosie out. And then we ain't got no wipe you down. Mm. I'm on We ain't got that. Um, also, old guy who dates Remy Ma, Papoose. Papoose. I thought he was going to come out with something. Nothing. But he didn't get Shine, locked up for a long time, did he? They both did. Shine was always... 
But that's what I'm saying. Shine didn't come out. I mean, I thought he was going to bop because he was on the Usher remix, wasn't he? Right, yeah. Thought he was going to do something. He did that in jail, too. That was kind of, you know. That's what I'm saying. So people do jail time. We think they're going to come out. It's like, oh, they're out. And then they still don't really do bops. I'm old enough that I remember being 18 and really, really into Papoose. Were you? I so into. That was the most New York shit on earth to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, when I moved to New York, I was surprised that Dipset was a real thing. I was like. I thought we all just thought Jewels was cute. I didn't know people actually listened to them. Oh, no. Santana's yeah, I didn't town. Know. I hey, didn't know hey, that. Hey, I didn't hey. know that. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that was it. You know? So, yeah, I'm learning things about New well, York. What were you listening too. to down in Florida? You were hanging out with Uncle in Luke Florida, and shit? Yeah. So, fucking Uncle Luke, <laughs> Mystical, Petey Pablo, <laughs> Tampa Tony, Trick yeah. Daddy. Yeah, that's all well and good. Kaya. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what about this Cameron, though? Yeah, no, I didn't know. All of the shit I listened to was like talking about. Pretty mm. pussies and shit. Yeah. Shit I probably shouldn't be listening to now yeah, that I think weird. about it. Yeah, like plies. I can't listen to enough sex music. I ain't really trying to hear no. motherfuckers rap about fucking and dating and shit. Their feelings. Like that's one of the <laughs> weirdest shits when I listen to Joe Budden's podcast. It's like these are a bunch of grown men and they all like listen to scissor. Yeah. I don't know. I, I have no friends, no re- frame of reference. I don't know one fucking adult that listens to R&B at all. Wait, so really? I'm so like, that is a totally different world to me. I don't know anyone who listens to that shit. Really? A lot of the guys that I know listen Shut to that up. shit. You ain't right. never heard SZA. Get the fuck out of here. I don't know that. I like R&B. I heard, yeah, I I heard like SZA R&B. because she had that trash ass song on the DJ Khaled album. That's all I know. Uh, it was trash. Mm. And it was a good sample that got ruined. I was like, what are you trying to pull yeah. out? You ain't going to pull the wool over my eyes. No, I mean, she had some really good songs. She also isn't that great live, but yeah. I just don't know anything about R&B. And whenever I like, meet dudes that are sort of like my peers and they know a lot about R&B, I'm like, damn, like I could be doing, I could be interested in that. I don't know what happened in my brain that I can't listen to that, but. You just don't like it at all? I just, it just doesn't even. You've never fucked to music? When you fuck, you fuck to the lulz? Like you're fucking them. Yeah, realistically, like <laughs> if you go and watch videos of That's, me and my girl fucking, you're gonna hear like ski mask in the background. You're gonna hear some fucking. That is so odd. But really, I would rather fuck to like fucking Frank Sinatra or Cannibal Corpse. Okay, you're really white. Okay, death I, metal, I'd be forgetting you're white until you death say some metal shit like this. or something that is not of the era like, that I yeah, lived in. Because I'm, I'm really, fuck to Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, really. Like, at the end of the day, like. <laughs> I, I could be listening to my boys rapping, but I don't really like want to like just start thinking about what Juice World's talking about while I'm fucking. That's kind of weird. Okay, yeah, and even looking at them, imagining them have sex at all is kind of weird. Juice so. World and his girl. Well, I don't even know what he looks like. I don't know the little. You know what like Juice that. World looks like? No, I think they all look alike. I can't nah. keep up with them. Like all the uh, the littles. That's racist. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Turn Yo, the tables. Chill. Boom. <laughs> that is not racist. Yeah, I can't keep up with them. But yeah. No. No. We'll find you one. I'm gonna set you. I'm gonna line you up with a. Actually, I I know a rapper that you're involved with. I'm not snitching, but please don't snitch. I know shit. I know shit. Please don't snitch. I would not. And I actually, I had to verify. I was like, you don't think she? (laughs) She's like, no, 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 no. no, That's all I need to know because I ain't trying to think about that like that. Nah, I can't. So, guys, thank you. All right, like, who? Now I'm really getting hot. Okay, yeah. It's getting hot in here. Uh, Before we get too carried away. Thank you so much for coming through. It was super no, fun. No, thank you for having me, Adam. Yeah, I appreciate this was fun. you for real. Yes, appreciate you. And I haven't been fingering no booty holes, so 
Oh, I'm that's glad that great. you were able Actually, to yeah. shake my hand. Anybody out there, if you need some 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 good energy, some good podcast stuff, horrible decisions. Thank amazing you. Amazing podcast. Yeah, type you in horror, we pop up. Okay. So that's how I like to say it. And if you guys want to follow me on my social media platforms, it's at Full Court Pumps. Um, so yeah, you have horrible decisions right now. And I am working on also a daily show. Uh-huh. And then I am working on as well on a docuseries. So I'll be, I have a lot of content coming out. So if you were able to bear listening to my raspy voice for th- this last hour, I have a lot more coming out. Shout out to all the barbs. Uh, head on over to Lena the Plugs <laughs> no. YouTube channel. I got to support Bay. They did some content together yesterday. Yeah, it was super good. I um, taught Lena how to get in his butt. So I'm super excited to maybe hear how that goes down. That video should be age restricted without question. Oh, yeah. It's definitely not getting monetized. So oh, I was like, God. sorry, girl. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Insane. And we couldn't stop talking. So, yeah, shout out to Lena the Plug. Appreciate you so much. Thank you. Bluechew.com. Use code ADAM22. Horrible decisions. No jumper. Coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Like, comment, and subscribe. Nojumper.com if you want to support. Appreciate you. Thank you, Adam.